1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. A great time to listen to Mornings with Tom and Tavi because joining us right now is the host of Summit Life, J.D. Greer. J.D., great to have you with us on Mornings with Tom and Tavi. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Love you guys. Well, we love you, and we're so excited. I'm a little bit um, fangirling because I love hearing your sermons and and all that. But you're also a writer, and you've written this book called 12 Truths and a Lie. But you say you used to get nervous about people asking you questions you didn't know the answer to. So how did you work through that? Let's start there. Yeah, so actually it kind of started as a little bit of a joke because I I go to these college campuses, UNC Chapel Hill, Duke University, NC State are all right here in the uh, Raleigh-Durham area where I live. And um, I do these open Q&A, Mike, just kind of, you know, open it up and it's kind of come on. They advertise it for several days. And, uh, you know, people used to say they're like, how in the world, you know, like all these really smart college students. And I'm like, look, they only ever ask five different questions, different variations of those five. And so once you learn a basic, you know, just talking points about those five, then, Hmm. you know, then you're going to be okay. And so, uh, you know, as a pastor, it's not just, you know, college students, it's also people in our congregation. And sometimes they range from the practical, like, you know, how do I discover God's will for my life or find my personal purpose on earth to, you know, some of the more, you know, difficult, thorny questions, questions like, you know, why is it that in the Old Testament, there's things that uh, we see God do that, that would not fit in with the nice Jesus that we see in the New Testament? Isn't God a moral monster? You know, questions like that. And so over the years of being a pastor, developing, you know, ways to help people learn to believe and to, to press through their doubts. Um, that's been a very important part of the, uh, of what God's done in my life. And I think what he's, he's um, used me to do it in our congregation. So this book is an attempt to share that. Okay. You're listening to J.D. Greer talk about his latest book, which is called Two, uh, 12 Truths and a Lie. And uh, J.D., let me ask you this question, because as soon as I saw the title, I thought, I need to know what the lie is. Why did you include <laughs> that lie and what is it? Yeah. So, well, I'm not going to tell you the lie, Tom. You got to buy the book and find out. Oh, okay. I see how you are. Or steal the book. And that's all the time we have for JD. Thank you. So, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Well, everybody loves the game. At least I love the party game, Two Truths and a Lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of, I think I just played it in some game and it was in my head. And I thought, you know, with with all these these truths that I'm trying to introduce, um, the lie that I think keeps a lot of Christians in captivity is this idea that the presence of these questions or the presence of these doubts makes you a bad Christian or means there's something wrong or defective about your faith. Um, Charles Spurgeon, the old um, British pastor, used to say, uh, he said, you know, doubt is a foot 
poised, that foot you pick up, to go forwards or backwards in faith. It's true, doubt can drive you backwards into unbelief and despair, but it's also true that you'll never really go forward in faith unless you pick up your foot. And doubt is often about these 12 questions. Doubt is a is a divine invitation um, to go deeper with God and truth, because that's where the best truth lies. It's usually on the other side of the doubt. Okay. I love that analogy. You pick your foot up, you're either going to go forward or backward. That's what doubt is. And so it's your choice what you're going to do with that. And we're living in an age, JD, where we hear a lot of this is my truth or let mm-hmm. me live out my truth in the world. Why is it so important to seek for truth within God's word? Yeah. I mean, well, that, I mean, that's the thing. Jesus told us that there were going to be a lot of voices that were calling for us, a lot of what he referred to as false shepherds. And the thing about a false shepherd is um, that they're able to present things in winsome ways and true ways, just like Satan did to, to Jesus when he was uh, you know, tempted in the wilderness. But what you learn is that, that God's word is timeless and God's word answers the questions of 21st century Americans as much as it does first century people in Jerusalem. That that while you know they didn't deal with social media back then, they they didn't they weren't aware of the theories of evolution like we have today. But but what they were um, is they were aware of the same fundamental struggles that that people have. Um, it, it, it found a lot of comfort for me realizing that the majority of our Bibles is written by people who are struggling with doubt. Just read the Psalms, read the prophets that why God, why aren't you doing this? The disciples, they're like, God, if you really loved us and if Jesus really is the Messiah, then why isn't this happening? And that was comfort to me because they found reasons to believe um, despite their doubts. There was something that convinced them that Jesus and God, his word was true, even in the presence of some of these unanswered questions. It's the one thing that never changes. You know, it offends every culture in every age. It's, it, we always say the Bible is an equal opportunity offender. Uh, we're not the first people in history be it, to be offended by it, but it's it's true. They're as life-giving and as relevant as ever. Wow. You're hearing the voice of J.D. Greer talking about his latest book, 12 Truths and a Lie. And J.D., as we're wrapping up our time here with you this morning, let me ask you this. Who did you write this particular book for, and what do you hope they will get out of it after reading it? Yeah. Thank, yeah. Well, so I, I feel like my standard answer on that, Tom, is to say, uh, I write it for for my kids. I have four uh, kids. Two of them are in college, and I feel like a lot of these questions come from them. Um, the other one thing I always say is I write it for my church. Um, you know, I'm I'm first and foremost a pastor, and uh, I heard Martin Luther or read Martin Luther years ago say, he said, you know, um, first seek to minister to your church, and then if the larger church has feels like you have something to say to it, they'll come to you. And so, in this case, this is a me working with people, college students. Um, and and people just in our local church, moms and grandparents. I hope that a lot of people, a lot of believers get it and will say, hey, I've had some of these same questions. This helps me not only understand it for my own, it helps me share it with somebody else. I also think it's something, it's it's designed and laid out, so it's really easy to give to somebody who you may have spoken to at work or in your neighborhood or in your house that's asked some of these same questions. And it might give you some talking points as you read these things together to say, hey, what you think about that? Let's press deeper. It's a maybe a good companion to exploring some of the most important and essential questions of Christianity. Okay. His name is J.D. Greer. You can hear him on Summit Life each and every morning, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on 88.9 Moody Radio. J.D., great to have you with us this morning. Thank you guys for having me. I I, I love your ministry.